Medigence, enabling better healthcare decisions. Hello friends and uh, this is Siddharth from Medigence. Today we are conducting our first episode on liver transplantation. We have here today with us Dr. Bhargav, a liver transplant specialist from Max Hospital in India. Uh, we will be putting up a range of questions which you have asked us to inform and as well as the information which you will require. Uh, so the first question that is being put up to Dr. Bhargav is where is the liver located in the human body? No, that's fine. So the liver is um, located in the right side of the body most commonly in uh, more than 95 to 98% of the patients. Very rarely, um, you know, uh, the liver can be located uh, just to the posterior, but uh, most often it is located to the right side of the body and it is the largest organ, solid organ uh, that is present in the human body. And of course, it has a lot of uh, complex functions which we will be discussing later. Right. And what will be the main functions of liver, Dr. Bhagav? Liver, like I said, is the largest organ in the body and uh, it also has a lot of complex uh, functions. For example, one, it is an organ where most of the toxic substances in the body are removed and cleansed and uh, converted okay. to the non-toxic form and excreted from the body. And two, it has a very significant role in the production of proteins such as albumins and a variety of proteins that are required for the normal functioning of the human body and it has a significant role in the metabolism of the carbohydrates that we take and also the fats that are called the lipids hmm. so the, it has a significant role in the carbohydrate and the lipid metabolism that happens in the human body so these are the major uh, four or five significant functions apart from which they have uh, other functions as such like uh, it metabolizes the drugs that we take even a simplest minor form of drug or you know a very uh, a drug that is used for cancer therapy so a lot of drugs that are metabolized have that metabolism happens in the liver and this metabolism is important so that the drug that we take is actually converted to a to the form that it is effective and the effective forms that again have to be uh, removed from the body and that also happens in the liver. So it is a form of uh, the, the, the site where the drug actually action takes place and then also where the toxic substances are removed from the body. Right. So uh, just a <coughs> smaller counter uh, follow question. How important is uh, liver and is it capable of regeneration? Yeah, liver is one of the most important organs. Actually, every organ is important, but liver is also equally important compared mm. to the rest of the organs. Like I said, a human body requires in proteins, carbohydrates and fats for its normal functioning. Right. And that metabolism, metabolism as in their breakdown, their conversion to a functioning form, and their conversion to a storage form, all of it happens through the liver and liver itself actually ha also acts as a site of storage for a few of these uh, uh, substances 
and uh, so its functioning is very vital in our day to day activities like mm. if you uh, eat something it requires to be converted to a useful form which happens in the liver so for example your liver is not functioning so you, whatever you eat just goes down without being actually being used to your body okay and yeah and liver as very well known it has a capability to regenerate that you remove a part of the liver that liver starts regenerating provided the rest of the liver is healthy mm-hmm. so that is one unique function of the liver which is not present in most of our uh, organs in in our human body okay and uh, doctor so the liver transplantation is a very complicated process and there are a lot of uh, issues which are re- related to or associated with the surgery so what are the most common diseases or illnesses which are associated with li- liver transplantation yes the liver transplant is definitely a, one of the most complicated procedures that are being done in today's uh, medical field um and the diseases that are commonly associated with i mean the, the diseases for which we do liver transplant routinely mm-hmm. um are commonly the hepatitis b and c related chronic liver disease or alcoholic related uh, liver failures or liver diseases or um, something called as a cryptogenic liver disease which for which the cause is mostly known no, not known another one is the nice okay. related or the non alcoholic steatohepatitis <coughs> related chronic liver disease which is due to the fats in the liver and there are other genetic causes that can also cause uh, the liver to fail for which we do a liver transplant on routine basis and another spectrum of patients in whom we do a liver transplant are the patients who've had an acute liver failure mm. with the acute liver failure has very few causes and that happens very suddenly so such cases are uh, we will be discussing later but such cases are also one of the spectrum of cases in which we do a, offer a liver transplant on an emergency basis okay and are there any specific viral diseases as well which are associated with liver transplantation so there are a lot of viral diseases uh, that are associated with liver transplant but there are only a few that are commonly associated with liver transplant okay for example hepatitis b and hepatitis c virus which for a long duration if not treated or uh, a long duration of disease present in a patient can cause the liver to go undergo a, a process called cirrhosis due to which the patient has a liver failure in the long term and that is one of the most common these two are the most common causes of uh, viral diseases causing a patient to undergo a liver transplant and there are hepatitis a and hepatitis e virus infection that can also cause a patient to undergo a liver transplant but that is more so in cases of an acute event that it happens suddenly and not all patients with hepatitis a or e will have to undergo a liver transplant or will eventually end up to to go for a liver transplant but a very minor percentage of these patients can have a liver failure okay. and other rarer forms of viral infections that can cause a patient to have a liver transplant are, are um, uh, hsv infections or leptospirosis mm-hmm. or recently we have seen a lot of dengue liver diseases 
डेंगी लिवर फेलियर्स ऑल्सो ओके और राइट सो नाउ अल्कोहलिज्म इज़ वन ऑफ द मोस्ट कॉमनली फाउंड इशूज़ आउट देर एंड सो दिस इज़ अ वेरी फ्रीकुंटली आस क्वेश्चन दैट आर एल्कोहलिक्स मोर प्रोन टू अंडरगो लिवर ट्रांसप्लांटेशन या दल्कोहल एल्कोहलिक्स इज डेफिनेटली there is a certain limit of accepted quantity of alcohol that can be consumed hmm. but if somebody consumes you know unrestricted or uncontrolled quantities of alcohol for a longer duration of times these people are generally called alcoholics who are addicted to alcohol if these such type of patients definitely yes are more prone to undergo a liver transplant because they are addicted and they generally consume comes consume alcohol on a day to day basis for a long duration of time mm-hmm. occasional consumption is not a major risk factor but if the alcohol is consumed even occasionally with a coexistent liver disease then such patients even the quantity even though the quantity is lesser they also are more prone for liver transplant okay so in short what you are also suggesting is if somebody already has a pre-existing uh, liver disease they are f- far more prone to liver transplantation under yeah. liver transplantation exactly. on top of being an alcoholic yeah all right and uh, the next question which was very much asked of us as well was how does a liver tra- failure actually happen like uh, liver liver failure can happen if you have any of the above discussed risk factors like alcohol or hepatitis b c or any autoimmune disease or any genetic disease that you've had if you do not control the um, illness in the sense that you do not get yourself treated with if you uh, for hepatitis b or c if you have the disease or if you do not have a restricted and controlled um, check on the amount of alcohol consumption that you have hmm. on a daily day to day to day basis or on a regular basis then there is a good chance that the you know patient may end up in a liver failure in the long term okay. so it has to be that your disease has to be treated and your alcohol intake has to be checked mm-hmm. apart from other conditions where you have a genetic condition and that has to be treated appropriately in the long term fall uh, failing which you may end up in a liver failure okay and uh, are autoimmune is an autoimmune hepatitis also one of those reasons for liver trans uh, liver failure yeah autoimmune hepatitis is a rare form of disease especially it affects the female population and okay. it is also commonly associated with the other forms of uh, autoimmune diseases which are also common in these women like rheumatoid arthritis and many other uh, autoimmune diseases autoimmune hepatitis is also a cause for patients to undergo a liver transplant but it is not a common condition in which a liver transplant happens it is a cause but it is a rare cause of liver transplant in patients okay and uh, what is nafld and nash exactly in this nafld and uh, uh, nash 
stand for non alcoholic fatty liver disease that is nafld mm-hmm. and nash stands for non alcoholic steatohepatitis these two basically are similar form of disease one is one is preceding the other that is nafld precedes the nash disease mm-hmm. that these two basically happen because there is a fat deposition in your liver this is also an uncontrolled and unchecked deposition of fat okay. over many years that causes the liver tissues to be replaced or uh, accommodated uh, the fat just accommodates in the liver tissue and this causes a inflammatory reaction mm-hmm. in the sense that there will be a reaction to the fat that ha- accumulates in the liver which okay. on a long duration of time if there is fat you don't control it there will be inflammation going on for many many years there will be more fat depositing there will be more inflammation and this keeps on going on for a long time to a point where the uh, liver does not try to reco- cope up with the amount of inflammation that happens so initially when the fat deposits the liver tries to cope up with it hmm. in the form of inflammation but after a certain point of time the liver has so much of inflammation that it gets replaced by useless tissue that that forms the cirrhosis in a long term okay is it yeah 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 makes sense but like so, uh, if there is just a smaller follow up question uh, what if somebody actually wants to check how much uh, if there are any quantities yeah. of fat deposits does he do it who does he go to and how does he go yeah. about it so if you want to uh, especially in indian scenario the nafld and nash are very uh, common and also okay. in the asian countries uh, the rest of the asian countries also have a quite a significant amount of uh, fatty deposits in the liver hmm. that is because of the dietary habits so first thing if you would like to confirm the amount of fat that there is in your liver mm-hmm. the simplest technique is to do an ultrasound that tells you how much of, that tells you if there is fat or not and okay. also to do a fibroscan or elastography which calculates the amount of fibrosis that happens in your liver because of your fat mm-hmm. these are the two simple techniques and the other one is to check your lipid levels in your cholesterol levels in your body and right. keep a control of it and the most important and the significant um uh way of overcoming this uh, problem is to have a controlled diet to exercise regularly and try and lose weight if you're overweight so you need to have a good bmi and a controlled diet and a good regular exercise that keeps these two in check already right. fairly and nash so bmi is also a very good indicator of yeah. th- this this yeah. symptom okay uh yeah so and uh, the next question is is liver transplant a feasibility for people with hepatic tumors yeah the liver transplant is definitely a possibility in patients with hepatic tumors uh when we talk about hepatic tumors we are talking mostly about uh, liver cancers hmm. so these liver cancers especially um happens again in patients with uh, con- pre-existing chronic liver disease due to any of the virus infections most commonly because of the viral infections okay so these patients tend to develop uh, liver tumors long term and 
the prescribed treatment for these liver tumors is actually you know you remove a part of the liver that is called the hepatectomy but liver transplant can be done in significant number of patients with uh, liver tumors but it has to uh, fill in with a certain criteria that we have okay. so these patients have to fit into a criteria for liver transplant mm-hmm. in uh, if they fit into this criteria yes liver transplant is a very good option and it also has a very good survival rate almost equivalent to the patients without tumors okay. and it also depends a lot on the patients um, comorbid conditions patients age patients um, general well-being so definitely liver transplant is a very good option for liver hepatic tumors hmm. but not all tumors can be have liver transplant okay so uh, are there any can you name any criteria which you had suggested or are there the too many right now to elaborate that is beyond the scope of this discussion okay but any patient who has a liver tumor hmm. which cannot be treated by resection of the liver Right. can also be evaluated for liver transplant so liver transplant can be done in patients with liver tumors but not all liver tumors require liver transplant right and uh, so what exactly is a liver failure in this case which is necessary in the in for liver transplantation or or how is it uh, you know how how do we relate to if if a liver failure occurs and the he, he or she has to go through a liver transplantation so liver failure simply means that the the functions of the liver that are required by the body are not being able to be performed by that particular person's liver okay. and the liver is not able to hold on to the functions anymore that are required by that particular human being so it is not basically not able to pre- detoxify the toxic substances not able to actively participate in the li- carbohydrate or lipid or protein metabolisms not able to produce enough proteins for the patients so this this itself uh the not able to do the physiological functions properly mm-hmm. which itself means a liver failure but what is the criteria for liver transplant in patients with failed liver is that again here we also again have a few criteria to decide which patient requires a liver transplant and which patient can be managed without a liver transplant for some duration of time so these there are again beyond the topic right there and and numerous uh, endless yeah, there are, there uh, are issues which can take yeah. place to actually go for so undertake an any patient who has or a suspected liver failure has to be evaluated by a hepatologist or a transplant surgeon hmm. and get evaluated and see if liver transplant is a feasible option or can the patient be maintained with medications and for how long so okay. that itself is a good uh, good way to improve the survival of patients with liver failure mm-hmm. that should be enough. all right so i think we are going a bit beyond the scope let's again cut down to a sp- few specific questions uh, hopefully the next one will do what kind of genetic genetic disorders affect the liver 
again this genetic is a, disorders question. there are um, quite a few genetic disorders but uh, these genetic disorders commonly are seen in uh, children hmm. and also young adults these are the common groups of ages in which the genetic disorders affect i'll name a few but doesn't mean that it happens in everybody hmm. but there are a few diseases that are commonly occurring that are the bilirubinuria which is also common in the asian population and there is a wilson's disease there is alpha antitrypsin antibody deficiency disease mm-hmm. and there is a hemochromatosis and there is a, a primary functional intrahepatic cholestasis and there are a lot of other glycogen storage disorders that these are the common group of uh, uh genetic disorders that can affect the liver okay and is it true that uh, biliary atresia is the most common indication for liver transplant in children yeah biliary atresia is the most common indication for liver transplantation in children okay like we discussed there are other uh, genetic disorders mm-hmm. which are common in children like the alpha 1 antitrypsin and wilson's disease that can also those are also you know one of the uh, common diseases in the children population but yes biliary atresia is most common indication for liver transplant in children all right that's great and uh, the last question coming to last question is can a diabetic also undergo liver transplantation liver transplantation the most important indication for liver transplant is whether you need a liver transplant or not Hmm. If you need a liver transplant yes anybody can go undergo a liver transplant excepting a very su- small group of people who are very old or have a very bad cardiac or a respiratory disease or lung disease or a heart disease or if the patient is too sick to undergo a liver transplant that is only those are the few criteria that are against a patient undergoing a liver transplant mm-hmm. whether you are a hypertensive whether you are diabetic whether you have had any form of illness before these are all um, not a contraindication for you which means that they can undergo a liver transplant if they have these minor illnesses that can be managed okay all right and that comes to the end of the discussion and the episode for today Uh I hope that all of you gained a lot of knowledge and perspective on liver transplantation and I thank Dr. Bhargav again for gi- giving us so much time and hope hope to meet you and listen to you again thanks